And that is it, people. We are live. Hello, I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. This is your alternative BBC, the bullish Bitcoin channel. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, remember, as I go through the show, that none of what I say should be construed as financial advice. It is simply me choosing to go live twice a week, and talk about a passion of mine, which is, of course, uh, Bitcoin. Can I ask you all to smash the like button? Please share this. Please retweet it. Please do whatever you need to do so that we can get more eyeballs on the channel. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, check out my website, ukbitcoinmaster.com. This is video 526. So if you can't learn... By watching 526 videos, you have no learning comprehension. You've got to give up the time. It's called proof of work. And there's enough videos there to help anyone build their conviction um, on Bitcoin. Bitcoininterviews.com. Nearly 90 videos, 90 live interviews that are undertaken over there. Check them out. There's some corkers. Uh, corkers in the UK means there's some great ones over there. So do check those out. And then if you are on Nostra, hit me up. I'll follow you back. If you follow me, that'll be good. Nostra is the alternative to Twitter. And whilst it's clunky at the moment and slow, I want to be sure that I am on there early and that'll help over the years to build up a following. And I would suggest that you do that too. You can download an app um, onto an iPhone called Iris or Damus Damus. Uh, there's one called Amethyst for um, Android, I believe. <clears throat> there's one called Snort Desktop, which I've got as well. And wherever you post, it puts it up on Nostra which is absolutely superb. Don't fully understand it myself yet, but trying to get my head around it. So do follow me on Nostra. And last but not least, and very importantly, not your keys, not your coins. If you have anything on exchanges, can I just implore that you get them off exchanges and you do it quickly because you might just lose your coins. There you go. Don't say you have not been warned. Okay, <clears throat> so welcome everyone. Let's have a quick, or oh, it tells me my stream's current bit rate is lower than recommended, or oh, I hope it doesn't fall over. Is what it is. UK upload speeds are dire. That's all I will say. Uh, Bitcoin Meister pounded early after a long drive. Uh, welcome to you, Adam. And he also said he's just finished a 137.5 hour fast. Oh, my Lord. Way to go. I couldn't do it, Adam. Fair play to you. Can't fault you for that. Um, Lance Hoddle is in the house. Good to see you, Lance. Elaine, Mrs. UK. Whiskey Bravo, Mike. Uh, yeah, I thought it might be you who met up with Adam, but welcome to you. Matt Underhill from the Bitcoin Book is with us. Johnny Midas. Uh, Ellerslie, good to see you in the house. Barefoot Barry, New Zealand calling in. Oh, I sound a bit like Eurovision, don't I? This is New Zealand calling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's my channel. Uh, there you go. So welcome, everyone. If you want to get my attention, just type in UK Bitcoin Master, then a message, and it will light up in orange, and I'll happily, gladly give you a shout out. So I guess we need to get on with the show, and let's do that in earnest. So desktop, here we come. Very quickly, uh, you can see, and if you're new to all of this, and I've said this a million times, um, <clears throat> 
Look how volatile that chart is on a daily basis, which is why if you are looking to get into Bitcoin today and make a fast buck tomorrow, Bitcoin is not for you. It is like a new savings plan where you save for the future because over time, if we look and zoom out, you can see that it is trending upwards and to the right, which means if you treat it as a savings plan, it is going to stand you in very good stead uh, for the future. Okay, so always look at the log chart. Now, why am I really showing you this slide? Because right now, if you have a dollar kicking around, and I want you to think about this in a moment, um, one dollar is going to get you 3,806 sats. So if you've got $10, 38,000 sats. If you've got $100, 380,000 sats. Keep that one in mind as we go through this. So, Anyone can stack Bitcoin if they really want to. Challenge is most people are driven by excuses. Don't. Okay, if you want to check out my social media, that link is in the show notes right now. That will take you here. You can see all the links to follow me. There's also links to things like Trezors and so on and so forth. So do check that out. That's down in the show notes uh, right now. Uh, then we've got the Bitcoin adventure coming up for those in the UK, uh, just south of Bristol in the southwest of the UK. 26 quid gets you a, uh, a weekend ticket. There's camping, glamping. It's a family event where you can come and learn all about Bitcoin. Have a great time as well. The weather cannot be any worse than it was last year. It was persisting with rain the whole event. So hopefully this year we're going to get a better event, 22nd and 23rd of July. Come and join us. Meet me. I'm the MC for the two-day event. It'll be great for you to come up and say hello and for me to put a face to a name if you come on the channel and we don't know who you are. Now, there is one other here and I need to get rid of it. Now, this is the one that I wanted to promote, people, if I may. <clears throat> Now, Lance Hoddle is in our chat, and he's got a TallyCoin page going. You can see it here for his little lad who crushed his hand, okay? And if you read down here, my two-year-old has had his hand crushed and broken while riding in the bucket of a tractor. He loves tractors and still does even after the accident. Unfortunately, we don't have very good insurance, and I'm having to pay around 13000 USD. I hope um, he heals and he doesn't have lasting problems because uh, because of this for the rest of his life. So if you want to donate a few sats, and remember, one dollar is three thousand eight hundred sats. Ten dollars is thirty eight thousand sats. You can see that he's off the mark. Uh, one th one hundred thousand sats. Uh, Lance, that was me. I did that earlier today. I wanted to give you a bit of a kickstart, dude. Um, so people. If you feel like giving Lance's little lad a little bit of love and to help him with an operation or to heal his hand, then you can go to TallyCoin. After the show's finished, I will put uh, Lance's link in the show notes. So if you want to give this little lad a bit of love, you can drop a few sats. And look, if you drop a dollar, it's only 3,800 sats, people. So... Um, you know, I did this with Pastor Phil a couple of years ago. I drove this really hard. 
Um, I'm not going to keep promoting it all the time, but periodically I will pop this up again uh, just to remind you all. So that's Lance Hoddle. He's in our chat right now. Uh, Lance, am I right in saying that you were also on Bitcoin Meister's channel when I was tuning in for a couple of years at least? I'm sure I saw you in Bitcoin Meister's channel, which is where I first maybe um, heard about you. Anyway, enough of that. Let me get that off the screen. So there you go, Lance. I hope that's helped you somewhat, sir. And um, give it a week or so and I'll do it again for you. Okay, my good friend down in Australia, Bitcoin to the Moon, um, still has this asset portfolio for sale. Again, obviously, most people that are stacking Bitcoin are not going to part with nearly 11 Bitcoin. But if you know a whale that may have 100 or 1,000 or 200 or 500 BTC and they're into domain names, Bitcoin to the Moon.com is there, BTC to the Moon, Bit btctothemoon.org and .net and all those things, T-shirt logos. You see me wearing um, Bitcoin to the Moon's uh, T-shirts. So again, if you know anyone uh, who's a whale, let them know about this. The Bitcoin book. Look, I've got this book. If you can see it, it's a nice paperback. Um, the Beginner's Guide to the Future of Finance, uh, written by Matt Underhill. He's another regular on the show. He's in the chat right now. Check it out on Amazon. If you're new to Bitcoin and you want a good book to read, really, really great book, the Bitcoin uh, book. Uh, lastly, if you want to drop me a tip and you don't have to, and again, I'll give a shout out to Stacking Richie, who dropped bought me five cups of coffee um, the other week, so a week ago. So thank you again, Richie. There's three SATS addresses. There's obviously a buy me a cup of coffee with crappy fiat address. But again, you don't need to do any of that. Bitcoin Meister is how I found you, Brian. Get in there, Lance. Love it. Love it. Okay, so bring it back over to me for a moment. Just put the countdown video back on. There you go. That shows you it's live. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, when we come into Bitcoin, we gain our information. We draw our information and our knowledge. Yorkie, welcome. Um, from the content creators that we follow, we hope that they're giving us pure signal and there's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for, carrot from their end to, in quotes, make money from us or dupe us or whatever it might be. Okay, but here's the thing. We can get pulled from pillar to post with financial investing and what we should invest in, where we should, in quotes, diversify. And as Bitcoin Meister said earlier in the chat, don't diversify for the sake of diversification. Just look at the asset that is going up the fastest, that is potentially the future of money, the only asset that has a fixed supply that cannot be changed or manipulated. So what I thought I would do, I, again, I tend to, look, I'm with Bitcoin Meister. I don't want to put anybody up on a pedestal. But if I was going to listen to someone about why one should hold Bitcoin and how the world is getting totally disillusioned with money and how if this totalitarian world gets worse, we might need to make an exit, how you would move a property, a painting, a bar of gold, a yacht, or whatever it might be, and how that might happen and what the outcome might be, I don't think there's anyone better to listen to than Michael Saylor because he explains it so well. So I've got a clip I'm going to run, and I won't interject. I'll let you watch it in case some of you have not 
seen it, but just listen to what he says about all the other assets that are out there and why ultimately you should own Bitcoin. Over to Sailor. If you lose confidence in the currency, the banks, then you lose confidence in fiat currency as money. And therefore, the money is dying. It's obviously dying in Venezuela. It's obviously dying in Argentina. But it's dying everywhere in the world, even in the United States and in Western Europe. So when you lose confidence in the money, then you start thinking about commodity monies. If I don't, if I can't trust the bank, if I can't move the money cross border, and if the currency is losing value every year or every month, then I start thinking about commodity monies. And so the thing everybody's been talking about is what are the commodity monies? Is it gold? Are we going to trade oil? Are we going to move timber, soybeans? Well, what are your choices? If you want to move $10 million in gold, that's 350 pounds. So when it, when it comes time to actually trade $10 million of gold, it's going to cost you a quarter million dollars in insurance and, and shipping fees to move 350 pounds of gold. If I wanted to move... $10 million of oil, that's 125,000 barrels of oil. That's $400,000 to ship the oil from New York to London. Remember that when you're making a big Bitcoin move and the fees might be slightly steep, 400000 to move those barrels of oil. Just keep that in mind. Okay, that doesn't make any sense, not to mention the fact the average person doesn't have space for 125,000 barrels of oil. You want to move, uh, you know, property, uh, $10 million of property is an apartment building. How do I move an apartment building from Africa to South America to North America? That's not happening at all, right? So what about a painting? Okay, well, a painting's pretty efficient, a $10 million painting. The problem is it's physical, it's fragile, it's non-fungible, which means that it might burn, it might get soaked, it might get lost, it might get stolen. But if it doesn't get any of those things and you want to trade it to the rich counterparty in London, you're paying anywhere from 500000 to $2 million in auction fees just to trade $10 million of, of money in the form of a painting. So, you know, what do we have left, right? I mean, securities, you, you can't move $10 million of of stocks across a border because they're trapped by the counterparty holding 10 million dollars of an etf at 50 to 100 basis points a year is going to cost you 500,000 to a million dollars to store your money in securities so up to a million dollars a year to store your money in a security i mean i'm not aware of any of this i i don't come from financial backgrounds and all of this over the last 6 years has been an absolute eye-opener to me and it's made me realize and appreciate why Mr. and Mrs. Average should just stack some Bitcoin because you can just hold it yourself for free. Okay, personal responsibility kicks in. You lose your keys, it's gone forever. You know, you have somebody knock your door and stick a gun up your nose and say, give us your, give us your hardware wallet if you haven't done multi-sig or you haven't hidden it well. You know, so there's personal responsibility, but you're not talking to the fees he's talking about. So now you see, uh, well, what's $10 million of Bitcoin? 300 Bitcoin. So I can have 300 Bitcoin on a hardware wallet I could, in theory, just remember it with a 12-word seed phrase. I can move it cross-border anywhere in the world. You know, by the way, compare it. 
300 Bitcoin as money versus a yacht. A $10 million yacht is 125 feet long, costs $2 million a year to maintain, and costs you $200,000 to move from America to Europe in about four weeks or three weeks. So you can see all the other forms of commodity money. They're not fast. They're, they're expensive to maintain. They're physical. They're fragile. They're non-fungible. The fees are exorbitant. So if the world's struggling for a solution to commodity money, Bitcoin is the king commodity. It's, it's, it's better than every other physical commodity because it's digital, which means you, you know I can, I can carry it in the palm of my hand, try carrying 125,000 barrels of oil in the palm of your hand. Yeah, precisely. I was just going to say that. You know, it's, and you won't get any gold through you know, um, departure lounges or anything like that. I mean, it, to me, you know, it just makes complete sense if I'm honest with you, after everything that he's just been saying, total sense. It's better than that. And it's also better than every other commodity because it's scarce. It's a scarcity. If the price of oil goes up by a factor of 10, if the price of gold goes up by a factor of a 10, if the price of anything goes up by a factor of 10, people, the, the collective intelligence of 8 billion people will produce more of it. But Bitcoin is the one thing you can't produce more of so Bitcoin's the apex money because it's scarcity and it's digital. And of course, it's the dominant crypto network in the world. It's the one that everybody trusts. It's the one that's truly decentralized. It's the one that's acknowledged as an asset without an issuer. So I, so I think the meltdown of the banks and the meltdown of currencies is driving a stampede of smart money to Bitcoin. Driving a stampede of smart money to Bitcoin. Okay, so if you've got some Bitcoin and that smart money starts piling in, then that smart money is going to force your number go up on your wealth and your holdings. And that is why we keep saying, get into this thing and front run the banks, institutions, nation states, pension funds, the smart money. That is why I keep saying it. And the reason I run these videos, if you're new to this show, is because what right have I got to tell anyone, as a former truck driver, anyone that they should hold Bitcoin because it is it is the you know the the, the asset, the the apex money of the world, or as my Adam Meister says, the apex predator. Um many of them have said things like Bitcoin is coming for everything. But of course, it isn't going to come for everything over the next three months. It's going to play out over years and maybe decades. So if you zoom out and you look at where Bitcoin has come from since its inception, it is a steady 20 to 30 percent up and to the right. And if it goes and does that again over the next 10 to 15 years, you're going to see most definitely a multi-million dollar Bitcoin. Now, I've got to say this you know, past performance is no guarantee of what might happen in the future. But if you look at the adoption curve of Bitcoin, if you look at all the people that are starting to adopt Bitcoin, uh, all the people that are looking at it, all the, you know, the mainstream media news stations are constantly talking about it. The, you know, the likes of Paul Tudor Jones, even though I think he made a negative comment the other day, Paul Tudor Jones, you've got... Um, Sailor, obviously, um, Bill Miller, you know, there are so many of them out there, if you dig in and do your research, that tells you that this thing isn't going away 
And when you do enough research, it should make you think, perhaps I'd do well to get a little bit of this. So there you go, people. You know, Sailor, for me, he always puts it in perspective. He's calm, collected. You know, he's a, you know, a chairman, CEO or owner, whatever he is of a, of a public company, a massive company called MicroStrategy. Um, so I listen to what he says. Now, you've then got that argument. Some people say you've got to go and spend your Bitcoin. He's saying don't spend any Bitcoin. You know, you've got to do what feels right for you. For me, we've got our wealth that doesn't, excuse me, get touched. And then we've got a little bit of Bitcoin that we play around with on our moon wallet, wallet of Satoshi, or whatever it might be. I've got some on my node. Um, heaven knows what I do with that, if I'm honest, but I'm running the node to support the network and to give me more privacy, etc. cetera. Uh, but you've got to draw your own conclusions and you've got to do what's right for you. But for me, I like what people like Sailor, Preston Pish, Corey Clipston, Greg Foss, Lawrence Lepard, James Lavish, Adam Meister, and more are saying about where this thing is going. And if you tune out the noise, if you can learn to tune out the noise, there's a whole bunch of noise out there. And it would be so easy if you don't have that mega strong hand to, instead of don't just panic, hodl, panic and sell. And you don't want to. I don't care that the price is just over 26,290. I don't care. I'm zoomed out for the long haul, and you should be too. And I would go so far as to say that if you hold some Bitcoin and you hold it for five or six years or even four years, I don't think there's anybody that's holding Bitcoin for that long has ever been out of pocket. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe somebody can correct me. But there, there you go. Four years is what we call an epoch. It is a cycle of Bitcoin between the two halvings. Again, if you're new, you've got to learn about all this stuff. It's fascinating. The more you learn, the more bullish on Bitcoin you get. And I was one of those people, honestly, that came in for number go up. My friend called me and said, you can make some serious wedge here, money here. And that's why I came in. But very quickly, I learned that this is way, way, way bigger than about number go up. Uh, Glenn McCann, welcome. Good to see you. Uh, shout out to Ireland. Stacking Richie's in the house. Welcome, guys. Don't forget to smash the like button. I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, so go back to the start. I gave a shout out to Lance Hoddle, who's in the chat. His little lad had an accident in the bucket of a tractor. And, and um, well, go back and look. And if you can afford a few sats, Please help him out. I've started his donation process off with 100,000 sats. You guys could do 10 sats, 50 sats, 100. 3,800 sats is only going to cost you $1. So that's earlier in the show. Do check that out. Okay, back over to the desktop. Um, some tweets, as always. I found this one. This is an interesting one. The bottom bit, I'm a landlord. At one time, I thought I would build a portfolio of rentals. I absolutely cannot stand it and can't wait to sell and never do it again. No liquidity, high fees, and lots of headaches. Some people are cut out for it. I'm absolutely not. I tried. I went in and did a, a, an investing, a property course many, many years ago. And like Mark McGrath, it wasn't for me. Couldn't stand it. Too stressful. Hated it. And Bitcoin is saving, um, commented, real estate business is not passive income. It's a tough grind like any other. It's a lot easier to build a portfolio of UTXOs on your own keys 
verified with your own node, get in there to Bitcoin is saving. It is so much simpler to simply stack Bitcoin and then wait over time as it appreciates in its purchasing power. Great tweet. Alex Stanek tweeted, in fact, um, he tweeted, I used to recommend Ledger and Trezor. Recent developments have changed my views. Swim at your own risk. And that's in response to Luke Mikic, Ledger CEO in 2020, this was. We feel privileged to be speaking with the WEF in Davos. I mean, flipping hell. If that, is, that isn't a signal from three years ago that Ledger have some kind of link to the regular financial world and the World Economic Forum, I don't know what is. That is crazy. And I, the, I know Ledger have paused this update to Ledger Recover, but I actually think the damage has been done. I really think the damage has been done and they won't come back from this because all the Bitcoiners that use Ledger, and I don't, um, they've just they've just distanced themselves. All the podcasts I've watched is damning towards Ledger and I think they've shot themselves well and truly in the foot. I really do. Okay, uh, L Ruid or Druid, whatever that is. Never count your profits until they've been converted to Bitcoin and moved to cold storage. Funds in a bank can be seized. I talked about that earlier. Rehypothecated, lost, and much more. Not your keys, not your coins. What have I been saying? That is in response to Pomp tweeting, never count your profits until the money hits the bank. I'm going to tweak that and say, never count your profits until you have got your Bitcoin in cold storage. No, you don't want to be putting your profits in your bank. Why on earth do you want to sell the most pristine asset humanity has ever seen that can't be corrupted and then go and turn it into a corruptible fiat system that's being debased? I'm just waiting, and there's a tweet coming up that I'll talk about in a second, for the instruments that are already gathering momentum to enable you to keep hold of your keys, keep hold of your Bitcoin, but leverage against it, so like the rich do, and never pay any taxes. That's what I'm interested in. Marty Bent, here we go. Right now, if Bitcoin is to be sufficiently resilient... The focus should be on integrating mining with the energy sector. I think that's already underway. Um, flawless wallet um, user interfaces, battle testing the Lightning Network, and creating boring financial products like over-collateralized lending and insurance. If Bitcoin is going to stand the test of time, it is going to have to deal with the ordinals debacle and then move on. And my opinion is, if the Bitcoiners can't stand what the ordinals are doing, Bitcoin's failed. It's got to be able to take that in, chew it up and spit it out, i.e. let the free market decide. Let the Bitcoiners decide, let the blockchain decide what is going to hold value on Bitcoin and what isn't. And I think we've already seen now... Um, a depreciation already in the mining fees. So, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Am I bothered about it? Not in a million. I think if Bitcoin is to survive for generations to come, it's got to have everything thrown at it, shrug it off, chew it up and spit it out, 
and keep going. That's my view. Um, Lance Hoddle, Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Yorkie Bitcoiner, UK Bitcoin master. Have a gra gra ah, I'm trying to keep that quiet. Oh, dear. There you go. Is what it is, people. There you go. What else have we got? Uh, this one here. Um, Jack Mullers and um, Adam Back. I met Adam Back in Scotland. Very, very quiet guy. Unassuming. You know, there you go. Um, one of the real OGs in Bitcoin. Shooter, filmmaker, feathered serpent, I think that might be. There are two things in life that are definitely scarce. Time and Bitcoin. And Jack Mallers alluded to this on stage at the conference. The only way I know how to price Bitcoin, he said, is on how much I value my life. There are only two things that genuinely are finite. And that is our time on this earth and Bitcoin. Think about that, people. To me, I'm a deep thinker. I'm a visionary. That is profound. To me, that is mega profound. So value your time because it's finite. And here we are. Everyone wishing me happy birthday for the weekend. 64 years will have passed. I've been on this earth. And I sometimes reflect on where did that go? God willing, I'm looking after myself, take a load of nutrition products, try to stay as healthy as I can. My wife battles with me because I'm an ex-trucker who loves trucker food, but I try not to have too much of it. The point is, it goes by in a heartbeat, people. Take it from me. Craig Ship. I know Adam's a big fan of Craig and his dad. Uh, I don't know whether his dad's still here, Adam, is he? I know you did an interview with him a year or two ago. Craig Ship said, I agree with this. Vivek tweeted, and if you're new to all of this, this is what you want to pay attention. He said, we are just getting started with Bitcoin and I'll add on adoption. Look at that adoption curve that all new inventions go through if they succeed. And you can see uh, Bitcoiners, you are here. Look how early we are into this. We may feel we're not early because we are tuned into Bitcoin Twitter, Bitcoin YouTube, and everything we do or hear is Bitcoin. But that is such a tiny percentage of the rest of the world that absolutely know nothing about this thing. Vinnie Rondo, good to see you in the house, uh, my friend. So we are very early, people. The early adopters, have, early adopters haven't hit yet. The early majority haven't come in yet. And then we've got the late majority and the laggards that, you know, get Bitcoin at the price, in quotes, they deserve. So people, we are so early, I cannot say it enough. Stack those sats, for goodness sake. Okay, found this quote from Abraham Lincoln. And think about this in Bitcoin terms. Be sure you put your feet in the right place and then stand firm. If you feel that your feet are in the, in quotes, right place, close quotes, in Bitcoin, stand firm. Get on with life. Don't keep looking at the charts. Just get on with life and enjoy yourself. That is it. One more quick shout out. If you want to support the show, there's some lightning addresses and a QR code. You don't have to. I don't expect it. But if you want to, there they are. That is it, people. That is your UK Bitcoin Master Bullish Bitcoin Channel live show for today, the 25th of May, 2023. 
strong Bitcoin hand. 26,358. Stack sats while they are on sale because I'm telling you the next two to five years, in my opinion, are going to be absolutely awesome. Have a great week weekend, whatever you are all doing. Have a great rest of your morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world. We've got the other side of the world, New Zealand on the show. We've got the US on the show. We've got Germany on the show. Ireland are in the house and others. It's great to have you all here. Thank you as always for your support. I'm going to sign off and leave you with that cheesy bit of music and my social media links. But do check out the show notes. I will go in and put Lance's link if you want to drop his little lad a few sats to help with his recovery. I would ask you all if you're good people to do that, even if it's a dollar. You know, uh, show Lance and his little lad a bit of love. I'm sure he would appreciate it. I know I would as well. Um, that's it. I'll leave you with my social media links. Go into the show uh, comments afterwards and leave me a comment because, again, I've said it a million times, it screws, screws with YouTube's algorithm. I'll catch you all on Monday, 6 p.m. London. Until then, I'm signing off. Here's that cheesy music and my social media links. Ta-da. <laughs>